0: Mind Gap Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast, I'm Doug. (laughs) I'm Justin. And I and swallowed Doug. weird before I did that, and I had to, like, get it, it down, was, and that threw me you, off, because it threw you off. <laughs> Should have taken a drink before we started, but here we go. <laughs> that Ooh. was the most,
1: uh, like, panicked last minute, like, I gotta swallow this before I start. I was like, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> uh, and Doug, <gasps> what's the last thing you did for the first
0: time? Uh, just, you know, just dumped in a open project, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> The last thing I did for the first time, <laughs> yeah, boy, that that just makes me angry. That kind of question. That's like a, why is that? That's like an icebreaker question for a fucking corporate meeting that you yeah, go to. It's, yeah, like you're all right, wrong. guys, what's the last thing you did for the first time? And everyone just sits there going like, "Fuck, I don't know. What what can I make up?" Right. Whatever, to make with- this at me this end as quickly as possible. The person you want to be friends with is the one
1: who raises their hand and goes, attended this meeting?
0: (laughs) Ha-ha! Like, but it's a weekly meeting. And they're like, whoa. Right, I quit. Oh, Oh, shit. I wasn't thinking clearly on that one. (laughs) The last thing Um, I did for the first time. My
1: taxes! There we go. The last thing you did
0: for the first time. Yeah, I'm in trouble. You I didn't, need help. Oh, I've got a, I got a GoFundMe right now. You're forty. <laughs> um,
1: That's not good.
0: My wages are being garnished. I need help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's. I'll say this: as much of a bullshit uh, uh, corporate prompt as that is, if you think about it from a uh, like an ethereal standpoint, it is a little like daunting because you're just like, fuck. What's the? I'm never gonna do this thing for the first like. It, mm-hmm. it makes you... There's a sense of mortality with this
0: question, is okay. what I'm trying to oh, say. Okay, I watched Oppenheimer. There we go.
1: Yes, exactly. I would. There you go, yeah. The last thing I did for the first time is I watched episode... Season 3, episode 14 of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's the most... The last thing I did for the first time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I hate this question. Because I'm really it sad changes. That I it always changes. I'm sad that I rolled... 157 on the D255. I should have added the 10 plus 10 modifier to get 167. This makes me angry. But you know what? The dice giveth and the dice taketh away. That's how it works. Oh,
1: 167 would have been a good one. It
0: would have been a good
1: one. We will get there someday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a little peek behind the curtain for for those who don't. The questions uh, I always ask come from a website uh, where there's 255 of them. And I have Doug pick a number. And today, Doug just realized that with uh, a dice, like a D&D uh, mod that he has, he can create a 255-sided die, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. And so this is how we... If you're wondering where the questions come from, this is now how we scientifically choose the question prior to rolling.
0: That's right. That makes sense, and it's fun, and it's except awesome. for that question. That question can can die. You know, the last thing it does for the first time is die. So there it goes.
1: What I need to do is I need to go back through and see if I can. I hope like, you're
0: remembering which ones we've done.
1: I'm not. And that's the <laughs> thing I need. Oh, oh boy! Hardcore not. I need to go back through and figure out like, okay, which ones have we done? And then I need to try. I sure away thought this, from this was way
0: more scientific than the way you from were painting it.
1: Webs- Doug, we just started rolling today.
0: Oh, that's right! For the last, for the last thing we did for the first time, there was roll for this, you know.
1: All right, see, we've been able to answer the question now.
0: There we go. Doesn't it make it a better question? No, I fucking hate it. So, <laughs> suck it, question. Stupid ass question. Stupid question. Well, uh, to kick things off here, I have a good gym story. That I All right, share. I
1: saw this on the list, and I was like, "Is it going to be like, ooh, this is good, or is it truly like a feel good gym?" It's stuff? I,
0: I mean, listen, it's not a huge deal, but I felt good. It like right. made my day better. So uh, I was at the gym today, just doing some chest, doing some chest, working on the packs. On, on Tuesdays we do chests. Monday, Justin. Monday, and that's the
1: whole. That's. Have you seen that guy on Instagram?
0: No. Okay, never mind. Because I hate social media. Um yeah. no. Uh I thought that was like a mean girls reference where like on Wednesdays we wear pink.
1: No, there's a guy who does on Tuesdays we do arms because if you and then he goes into some very uh very blue rhyme about if you want a girl to like you you have you can't have weak arms. It's funny when you hear it. Look the guy. Oh, up.
0: was it intentionally funny or was it like yes. s- no, funny because doing- like this guy's trying to be serious.
1: No, no, no. He he's because he always ends up, he and everyone that's like filming and around the gym end up cracking up.
0: So they oh, okay, write I think I, I know. Do, I think I know the yeah. guy you're talking about. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's a
1: big, beefy dude with a, yeah. a beard, and he's always on some machine. Just he only does like per this, he only
0: does arms. He's just like yeah. on Wednesday
1: we do arms because if you want to slip into her whatever, I'm not going to do it. Keep going, yeah. don't stop, no. don't stop False. on
0: my account. You
1: know, yeah. I'm stopping. I'm stopping on the account of who who might listen eventually. Oh, come
0: on. It's episode 429. Here's
1: the thing. I don't want to take away from this uh, this gentleman's Instagram account. So please, feel free to look him up, anyone, and enjoy the content.
0: Yeah. Don't give a shit about my story, but you don't want to take away from that guy's account. Oh, I got it. I know. I'm anyway. ready
1: for your story. This is just... This <laughs> I is that's a how true- you are going
0: to spit. like, Doug, I don't want to take oh. away from you. Let's get back to you. And I was going to be like, well played. But anyway. Uh, so I was out there doing chest. Work on those packs. <laughs> Got to bring it back to where we were, and uh, I was doing some bench, and um, there was a young woman uh, in the in the bench next to me, and she, you know, she had a uh, uh, 135 on which I was like, oh, "That's pretty good," like nice. you know, that's a 45 plate on each side. I was like, "Damn," because that's what I had on for my workout. I was doing four sets of ten. I was like, "Shit, all right, girl, you fucking go get them. That's awesome." And uh, at one point, like you know, she's got like a bag. Gym bag. I could tell like she she knows what the fuck she's doing. And at one point she comes over, she goes, Hey, um, I'm so sorry. She's like, Can you spot me real quick? And I was like, Oh. Okay. This is the first time in since uh May of twenty twenty one that anyone in this gym has asked me to spot them. Yeah. And I was like, Sure. Okay. <clears throat> um So I went over, she's like, All right, I'm gonna do one rep. I'm, I'm I'm going for one. If I get it, I'm gonna go for two. Do not touch the bar unless I tell you. And I was like, Got it. And all of a sudden, I was filled with fear. I was like,
1: this isn't that
0: big of a deal, but I don't want to fuck this up. This is obviously, you know. Right. So she gets in and she she just, she does one, nails it, starts going for two, and then she starts shaking her head. And I was like, is this an opportunity for me to get it now or what? And then she's like, I can't do it. I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. I pull it up and she's like, thanks. I was like, hey, great job. Nice way to go. If you make the caveat, you actually have to say the words. Right. What's our safe word? <laughs> right. Is it banana hammock? You can't hammock? just shake your head. I'm like, you got it. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> go. I was like, also. I didn't hear well, anything. I didn't say this, but I'm like, I hope you're not the person that, that, that like wants someone to scream encouragement because it's not going to be me. That's not who I am. So right. if you need to be like, come on, get those packs. I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to. I'm the guy that's going to get
1: real close and whisper in your ear and go, you got this. Like, ASMR you lifting. lifting.
0: You are strong. You are independent. <laughs> And you can tell Brant to shove it up his ass. Um, so she does that, and then I do a set. I'm resting, and I realize she still has the 45s on. I go, she's going to ask me again. There's no way she's going to do this by herself. She goes, "Do you mind? Can we?" I was like, "No problems." She goes, "All right, this time I, I'm just going to straight up say help. Like, like I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> I'm like, cool. We're on the same page. I got this." She goes for one. She doesn't quite get it. Pull it up and she goes, Oh, thanks so much. Goes, hey, you did a good job. She goes, I'm getting back to the swing of things. I'm like, you look like you're doing just fine. Keep it up. Way I, to go.
1: That's more than I could probably do. So I mean, I fucking give it up to anyone who can who can rock that. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: So it made me happy for a couple of reasons. One, um someone felt comfortable enough to come up and talk to me and ask me to right. spot them, especially a woman. Like mm-hmm. that anyone Asking a stranger to spot them is a lot, but especially a woman in a gym environment. I think there's just a lot of bullshit that goes on. This this woman obviously knew what the fuck she was doing. She had really good form. Right. She like it was. She knew what was up. So like for her to have the confidence to be like also be like, hey, I need someone to spot me because I want to try and do like a one rep max. Like, can you help me right. out with that? And I was like, you asked me. Okay, so obviously I, I this guy who's like a, you know. At-at, walking in, you know, know, Star Wars, like, (laughs) this big thing that walks and breathes through his mouth, you know. You're like, this guy, he can help me. He's got me. Granted, there was no one else around, but still, she still felt comfortable enough to to ask (laughs) me to spot her. And I was like, you got it. And I was like, this is the part of gym culture that I don't see a whole lot that I I love because, like, that is what it should be. It should be like, hey, can you help me do this real quick? Because later on my workout, there was a guy who was, like, singing to himself as oh, he God. was doing stuff. And I was like, fucking quit it. Like, no one wants to hear you mumble the words to whatever the fuck you're listening to while you work out. Like, I don't give a shit. He's just like, I'm like, fucking quit, man. Like, if you're right. pumped up, great. Just inside voice, man. In your brain. In your it's brain. The
1: same, it's the same as the people who play DJ on the train. Ah. Uh. It's the same kind of it's the same concept. Or the people they don't they don't care about anyone else they're affecting. They are the main character of every story.
0: Well, here's the thing too: is um, we have technology now that allows us to personalize this (laughs) audio output. We have we've come a long way, and even though we have these things and have had these things like headphones for decades now, people have foregone them. To then right. use speakerphone, right. or the amount of people I see in the grocery store that are on Facetime blows my really? fucking mind. Because here's the thing: if you're like, "Hey, real quick, is this what you're looking for?" Cool, Absolutely, got it. Yeah, I've seen that. And I was like, "That makes sense." But people are just strolling around, just, and you know what it is? Yeah. You know what it is? There, there is, there's a physicality in the grocery store where I can tell that someone's a piece of shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do it for you now. All right, okay. Here let me go. see here, this. Here it is. Yeah. This is people. On the cart, right? I was gonna say it's the lean over on the forearm. Yep. The lean over on the cart. They're yep. Just, uh, uh, and they're usually they're chewing on something. I don't know what it is, but it's just like they mm, <laughs> mm, so just kind of <laughs> go through. Yeah. It's a tough. <laughs> it's a tough call between that person and the person that pulls the cart from the front. I know I've talked about this, but pulling the cart from the front is stupid. Because you are on the side of the cart. You're taking up more fucking oh, space. Oh, oh,
1: oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I there, thought you
0: meant when you're pulling it
1: off the, like the rack or something. But you mean like just guiding it around the store. They just grab it you're, from the front. Leading it. And they yeah.
0: drag it behind them. Right. As they go around. And I was like, there's a handle. Like it's clearly right. marked how this device is supposed to work. This you has been designed it, a specific way. And you push it. Because that way you reduce your footprint of space instead of standing to one side and then pulling I'm like you're taking up double the amount of space now so fuck you but the person who's like leaning on the cart and just but those people are usually always on fucking FaceTime and just talking or they just have it like down like sitting on like the the upper thing thing. that's walking around I was like just fucking talk on your phone then put in your headphones don't do why do you need the visual that's terrible that's
1: I've seen I have seen people like Like that, that do that, that have they have a because I'll look over and I'm like, oh fuck, there's a person on the phone, and all there's the person's seeing is like straight up the nose because the person the person in real life is just they're they're just sitting over it, and I'm like, why are you're not even looking at it? That that has forever baffled me. Why do people do that? I don't understand. Hey, if you're
0: one of those people, come clean in the comments, admit it, and tell me why. I I want to understand. Until you do that, you're a piece of shit. All
1: right. (laughs) It's look. It's been he spoke it. It yeah. is true now. Yeah, it's true. I <laughs> I'm glad you had a good gym experience. Yeah, that was a real that, good that gym story. Me, you know, <laughs> it may, no, it, it makes it, it makes me happy that you had a good experience based off of a couple of weeks ago when we talked about all the negative things that can happen mm-hmm. and that are born out of gym culture. Like that's the kind of shit <clears throat> that makes you that that that's fun to go and have that communal experience. Like, yeah. someone's like, hey, person to person, can you do this? I'm trying to PR. And then you were there for them, and they're like, damn, not mm-hmm. this time, but next time. And, you know, that's someone who now when you see them around the gym, you've got to connect. You may not talk to them all the time, but you at least know someone there. Like, right. you start to see these people, and you're like, okay, it's a little community
0: in here. It's kind of cool. It was weird. It was like, um, like from that point on, when I saw her, I was like rooting for her. I was like, you got this. Like, everything else it. she was doing, I was like, go do that one now. You got this. You know, like. Yeah. Good for you. I was like just really, I don't know, I was just rooting for him like you go for it, you know?
1: I I uh there's there's another dude at my gym who and I can't remember if I talked about this guy. It's not Cardigan man, but it is mm-hmm. uh is another guy who similar to the singer. He's in the functional fitness area and he will lift or 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 do like one of the like he'll do the plate uh uh, sit-ups you know on that machine where you can put your feet underneath he'll do something like that then he'll like drop the plate and then he walks over and stands in front of the window where he can see his reflection and like freestyle dances is the best thing that I can equate it to like just I thought you were say flex, like, and I
0: don't know if this is better nope, or worse.
1: It's I don't think it's I don't think it, Look, I would understand flexing. I don't quite understand freeze. I'm like, are you? And he'll like sing lowly low to himself, but he's singing and dancing. Oh, he sings "Swing Low, Sweet
0: way. Chariot" to himself.
1: <clears throat> yes, it is swing the weirdest low, thing to dance to. Low, yeah.
0: Sweet Chariot. <laughs> and he
1: is, but he's like keeping Come his heart. He's hold, yeah, carry me home. <laughs> fairly certain it's the club version of that but yeah. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> I, and I don't want to again I, I'm trying not to judge because I'm like well maybe this is just how he keeps his heart rate up maybe this is him like look dancing is movement movement is exercise that's uh, our, I'd like you so to prove all
0: the statements you just said okay Mathematically, uh-huh. go.
1: welcome to my symposium <laughs> Um, I just don't, I don't know. Like, what's your take on that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm of mixed emotions on it because there's part of me that's like, look, this guy's just, he's moving, he's doing his thing. When I'm at home, and I'm going to let you answer in a second. When I'm at home, in between sets, I'll shadow box yeah. just to kind of keep my, my heart rate up. I do not do that at the gym. I'm sure I could, but I just feel like in the functional fitness section, I don't feel like that is, the space isn't set up for it if that makes sense. People mm-hmm. are moving around. I you know, I just it just seems odd to me. So, what like while I want to give him, you know, the uh do what you got to do, it also seems very odd and a little like kind of look
0: at me. Um I'd have to see it to really get a full idea. So, record yeah. him next time you see him doing That's it, what I'll which do, is yeah. which is really cool <laughs> to do in the and then whatever. No, um Hey, I'm all for whatever you got to do in between sets and whatnot. Um, I try to personally, I try to keep whatever I do to a minimum. Okay. Um, like I walk around in between sets just to keep my heart rate going um, and whatnot. Anything that's overly flamboyant, it's just not me. Um, I don't like doing that. That seems odd to me, but hey, whatever. It's weird that he chooses to go to the window and do it. Um, that's
1: the part. Like if he were just picking a spot and doing it, but the, like he's blatant like overtly looking at himself it's It's not even a yeah
0: um yeah it seems odd to me um i don't know there's a woman who i see occasionally i think it's usually on the weekends she goes on the treadmill and she does a routine is the best thing i can describe um she's watching some sort of video and she's moving is it like the okay go uh no video no, no okay not like that it's very much like she's like getting down, coming back up, like she's she's look looking at some sort of routine. It looks ridiculous to me. Okay. It looks absurd. And I see it and I does I go it, kudos to it, you ma'am for having <laughs> for the doing guts you. to go in here in this place filled with people and do whatever the fuck it is you're doing on the treadmill. It is yeah. bizarre to me. The last time I saw her doing this. I was doing some machines, and I saw this older guy. He stops right in front of me, and he's, like, taking a sip of water, seeing her, and he looks at me almost like, hey, man, can you fucking believe this? I was like, don't. In my mind, I was like, please don't say anything to me. Because there's an older well, person wanna, thing yeah. where they go, oh, my God, this line. Can you believe it? I'm like, I don't want to commiserate with you. I don't want to. Like, I don't. I don't want to do this. But he had like that vibe of like, hey, man, I bet you and I could really shoot the shit about this. I'm like, I just want to work out and go home. Fucking whatever. Yeah, it's weird, but whatever. She does this often. I've seen her enough where I know that when I see her, I'm like, I know what you're doing today. <laughs> you're doing whatever yeah. it is you're doing on the on the treadmill. And I mean, is um, it,
1: does it seem like it's kind of like, uh, like it does it seem like, what do you say, a routine? Like aerobics-esque
0: or is it more like? It's a it's a dancer routine or like what it seems like it it definitely seems like it'll work you out so like okay. it doesn't seem like she's just sitting there going got you, got but even so like you're walking and doing that and I'm moving your arms you yeah, gonna yeah. get hurt but like she's grabbing like the the treadmill and she's like shifting side to side and like getting low coming back up and whatever and I, it, mm-hmm. it looks
1: odd. interesting.
0: Interesting. Um, but okay. I can tell she's sweating by the time it's done. And again, I look at it, and I was like, hey, good for you because there's no one else in this place that's doing that. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. fucking go I, for it. Like, I don't give a shit. I think it's odd, but I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a workout, you know. It's it's something that's, you know, I can see the benefits of what yeah. she's doing. It's just weird as fuck. <laughs> right. Well, and that's, the, that, that's so interesting that, I and
1: to look to the dancing guy at my gym and to this treadmill routine lady at yours to a point uh good good on you cuz like I do not have the balls to as much as I would love to you know jump around or or do like do my shadow boxing in between sets or something just to kind of keep the heart rate up I do not have the balls to do that and if you if you've got that kind of confidence I genuinely I genuinely admire that. That is yeah. very Go do cool. Your thing. I, I wish I wish it was a little less so as a society, I wish that was more accepting, but I just I, I, I know exactly what people are thinking and I don't have I don't have the balls to do to do that and allow myself the freedom to do that. Yeah. And that sucks. Now I will say <clears throat> if it is showy, this dancing guy, while I say good good to him, at the same time I'm like there's definitely a performative aspect to this. Yeah, it's so like, you're hey, jumping around. Go a fucking do too that much. at
0: home, man. Don't do that here.
1: I'm just saying, there's got to be another way to keep. Because the way I, I look at it is like I don't <laughs> want to
0: see it. I just don't want to see you, someone yeah. doing that. You know, I, I just yeah. don't want to hear the guy humming loudly. I don't want to hear people grunting and dropping their weights. You know, and just being obnoxious. That to me is like performative in a lot of ways. Right. Like I don't, well, see, I, think, I don't see it often. But when I hear <laughs> someone be like, clang, and I'm like, fucking chill out. All right. Take it fucking easy. All right. Like <clears throat> that same guy was doing like a rose on this machine. He was like clank, clank, clank. Right. I was like, no one else here does that, man. Like what also, are you doing? That's poor form because you're not controlling. Because uh, I would argue that too, because also yeah. he was leaning back. I was like, you got to keep your chest straight on there. Keep I was that like, back straight, man. Keep, yeah. keep it straight and go all the way up. And like, yeah, if you're just like, krong, krong, yeah. I'm like, nah. That's annoying. You're yeah. annoying. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> we talked about
1: this before. What's the de- when, not deceleration? The um when you're coming back down and you go slow. Yeah. That's the uh what's what what is that uh Decentric word? Decentric, yes. He's not controlling the decentric motion.
0: Yeah. I think it's Kunenvuger, I think is what it is.
1: Is it the Kunenviger motion? Kuninviger. Yeah. It's a throwback. It's actually, there's no, you don't need to say motion after that because Mm -hmm. in in Sweden, that is, it's decelerating It's It's like saying chai tea. You're saying TT, you know? Exactly, yeah. It's just the Cuninvugger. (laughs) Cuninvugger. Controlling the decelerating motion.
0: (laughs) Controlling the booger you know? (laughs) You get it. Speaking of annoying and sometimes frightening things. uh, (laughs) Oh, this one got me riled up. Uh, Last week. WebMD uh, went viral, Oh man, yeah! Uh, for their video they posted about basically uh, demanding their employees return to office. Um, if you have not seen this video, I highly recommend you Google WebMD back to work video. It's available. They haven't taken it down. It's still there. And it is so cringeworthy. And upsetting for so many for so many reasons that oh, I'd yeah. like to this focus on time on many levels yeah um many many levels yeah I uh, I forget how this came through or how I caught it but I saw it this stuff this this is a trigger for me anyway because if you don't know I hate the drive of putting people back in the office right now for and let me specify this for no reason. There is yet to. be – I have not heard a strong argument as to why, in general, people need to go back to the office. And right. a lot of it is like, oh, we work better when we're in the same room together. I was like, okay, explain that to me. Where are your metrics? Where are your KPIs that state that that's true? And what I what I what upsets me is like, for some for some rules, absolutely, you should be in the office to do them. Undoubtedly, if you're training someone being in person there's nothing like it it's the best fucking thing in the world when you're being trained or you're giving the training in person is the fucking best you can't beat it if you are i don't know fucking talking to customers like a meeting with customers or working with your hands on something at a place like a plant or whatever it makes sense for you to be at work for your job i don't know an emt can't really work from home you know what I mean? Right. Like Doctors, you know, they got kind of got to be there to do some stuff. So for that sort of stuff, I'm like, yes, that makes sense. But for most, most corporate roles, <clears throat> you can do that shit from home. And corporate America gave into that because they had to for the pandemic. And recently, they've been really itching to get people back to the office. And I can't understand why. I have a theory, but I can't understand why. And it's upsetting to me. So when I saw this video, it sent me through the fucking roof. It is well, not only is it super cringeworthy, it is a slightly better corporate video than you'd expect, but not by much. Yeah. And there is a, there's a slogan on it that says, uh, what's it say? I fucking forget already. Uh, WebMD... Uh, or is it? It says, uh, "Come back now, comma, or else." That is the static text on the video. They are threatening their employees.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. They also, they also the song they use at the end. Oh. ah. Oh, it's the worst. It's the yeah, worst. It is. It is. Uh, it's the I, I, I the Jacomo. Giacomo Fina Nanane, Giacomo Fina Nane. It's I I don't, is an older song? Yeah, it's an older song. My grandpa and your grandpa's sitting by the fire, talking about, hey now. So that's the song. And apparently, that Giacomo Fina Nanane translates to, we mean business or don't mess with us. And they actually translate that at the end of the video. Yeah. So like, if the first one isn't threatening, that's a threat too. We mean yeah. business or don't mess with us. Yeah. What the fuck message are you sending to your goddamn employees? And then additionally, the other thing that enraged me about this is that the entire video, the, all the ELT, everyone from the executive leadership team was in front of a green screen. No one was in the offices, which they were pushing people to go back to.
0: Which wouldn't have been that hard to do. No. Production-wise, if you're talking no. just a corporate video, get out your fucking iPhone. Yeah. And just fucking record it. You know what I mean? Like they have good audio and everything like that, but the effort it took to set up a green screen and then to not actually be in the office sends a bit of a confused message to me. Yes. You should Absolutely. be there. You should you should physically be there showing them talking to people whatever. It's weird that yes. they weren't. And also, the executive leaders, those people can't speak for shit. No. They're, Man, they reading twe- the scripts. You just imagine yeah. someone's off screen with a fucking shotgun pointed right well, at their Well, that's what genital, someone said. They you
1: know? <laughs> One of the tweets was, number one, why are all these people shot on green screens? Number two, why does
0: it seem like they're all being held at gunpoint? Yes. <laughs> like, that's exactly it. It's so hypocritical to be like, you all need to be back here. I'm like, well, you're not back there, motherfuckers. Like, Yeah. and And the worst part, too, is it's like, you know, some people have been going back. <laughs> But a large group of people have it. And they, right. as I say, some people come out, they show shots of people in offices and whatever. And then a yep. lot of people have it. It shows like empty cubicles. <laughs> and like also yeah. the saddest fucking cubicles you've ever seen oh, and these dude. sad fucking rooms. And I know what everyone's thinking. I mean, the, the, the first question that came to everyone's mind has to be like, number one, WebMD has a CEO? question mark, And number two, WebMD has an office? Like, I thought this was like five guys and maybe a hamster that were running this website. Like, I didn't realize they were a fucking corporation. Like, yeah, I had man. no idea that this site yeah. was was what it was. It's unbelievable to me that this thing even exists, that they actually have office space. It blows yeah. my mind. And I love it. At one point, they're like, we need to crush the competition. I'm like, who's your competition? Right. Google? What competition you talk- right. <laughs>
1: what <laughs> like, competition could you possibly be talking what, about? What
0: other web fake MD websites are you competing with? Like, I don't understand your business model at all. Like, I thought you were a kind of questionable website to begin with. Um, <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? So, all of that, like, piled together with this terrible message of, yeah. you better come back to work or else. And it just fucking set my blood pressure spiking when I saw yeah. this. I was like, How dare you motherfuckers? <laughs> How dare right. you?
1: Well, there's other ways of going about it. Like there are ways about saying if you if you're gonna make it mandatory, like again, don't make a threatening hold don't even hold sorry. Hold a live at least have the balls to like do like, okay, we're gonna have an all-hands meeting and we're gonna discuss and Here's the here's what the topic's gonna be about. Please feel free to submit questions prior so we can answer your questions. We're gonna have someone from HR reading off the questions and we'll take, you know, we'll do an hour, hour and a half if you can make it. If you can't stay the whole time, like just do this open forum and let it be something where it's a discussion and you actually give the time to your employees instead of doing this bullshit green screen, you know, like just well, someone else goes, is this video an example of the quality of work they do when they are in the office? Like, if I got this video, I would look at this and go, you you couldn't even put production quality behind what you're sending me. That's how little I mean to you. This was a, let's just rip this off in like a half hour and send it out. We can all do it on our iPhones and then we'll just fucking put it together in, you know, iMovie and just email also, it out Also, did they
0: license that song? Right. I mean, I don't even know if that's in public domain or not, but they just, you know... They released this on their Vimeo page, so it's yeah. like available to the world for anyone to see, which is, you know, whatever. Uh, just again, it just shows pure lack of care, yeah, in so many ways. And they get again, they give no good reason to have no. people back. They're like,
1: absolutely not.
0: <laughs> when we're together face to face, we work better. That's the most v- the vague bullshit thing. I've ever, I've ever heard. And that's what I keep hearing in general from these fucking leaders in corporate America is that like, we're better when we're face-to-face. I'm like, D- you're going to have to give me more than that, man. It's, it's yeah. no, no. I would argue in some cases we're better apart because, I mean, if you want to get into the nitty-gritty of it, recruiting from a standpoint, you're not isolated to a particular market. If you can recruit from anywhere and then what? the entire world, that opens up your pool of employees drastically versus, like, we have to do it in this area code, and yeah. that's all we got. It's like, what the fuck? You know, what are you well, doing? I, I'm assuming your theory, your leading theory to why
1: people are demanding this is because they've signed uh, lengthy, very expensive contracts on, uh, uh, office spaces and they can't yeah. get out of them. That's one of my favorite like, yeah.
0: comments to the video was, it's like, Ooh, looks like someone, uh, signed a lease in 2020 <laughs> and they're trying yeah. to get the most
1: out of it. You know, like <laughs> this other one. I love this one. Cause so internet brands is the, uh, the parent company of WebMD, and someone goes, LMAO, what kind of a leadership team in this is this, how do I short internet brands?
0: Right. Yeah,
1: because this is this is one of those things where if this catches enough fire, I could see easily see uh, another GameStop thing happen. Like, don't, I I think this is something that that a lot of corporations don't. They, I I don't know if they've learned this yet, but it's don't test the internet. No, they they like if you if you do something that catches enough fire and catches the ire of the the majority of the internet you're opening yourself up to a lot of really weird shit that could come your way and a lot of very detrimental shit and I'm I've, not saying that uh, you have to you have to run your organization out of fear of the internet but again just act right like this video was such such bullshit the
0: the the, the shears the fact they're like we're gonna post this on our public vimeo it's like there I have an ongoing theory mmm I'm sure this is not new but it's just for the longest time in my career in corporate America, I just like call it drinking the Kool-Aid or drinking from the pond or whatever you want to call it. I was just like, this is just what it is and it's fine. And I didn't, sure. nothing ever really came back on me or whatever. I'm like, this is just how it is. Things sucked, but I was like, I'm working through this because I'm, go- I'm working hard to elevate myself to hopefully a better level. I went through some shit and a lot of different things. This, ever since the pandemic, I've been like reevaluating how I view corporate America. And I really feel uh-huh. like I'm starting to like pull the curtains down and I'm just like looking at it for what it is. And yeah. um, I believe that there's a certain level you get in corporate America, in the hierarchy. And once you cross that bridge or you hit that rung on that ladder, you become disconnected with reality. It's kind of <laughs> like people with money. Or people in like who will become famous, they lose connection with sure. everybody else. I and this is that. a clear example of that to me where someone thought about this video, they conceptualized it, they obviously scripted it out. Obviously, they scripted it out because holy shit, uh, they read wow. it. Um, and they put it together and they were like, we fucking nailed this. Because I saw from a different article, That IB was like defending it. They're like Really? They're like corporate videos are like corporate they're like corporate videos are corporate videos when they did a shrug emoji. They're like, you know, what? What do you want from us? Like it is what it is.
1: False.com on that. They're like, you
0: know, we stand by this. And I'm like, what do you mean you stand by this? You're demanding your employees come back to work. Why? What what why would you why would you demand this and think this is how it is? I it's it's a power play, it's a power move. It's it's control. I think there's just this general fear that people are at home, not doing their jobs. Right. They just they're like uh, I'm like guess what people can be in office and also not do their jobs. Like oh,
1: yeah, that was and, very very evident when we were in the office.
0: Yeah, because the way I look at it is like if you have good. If you have good uh, processes in place, you will be able to tell whether or not someone's doing their job, whether they're in the office or out of the office. Shit will get done or it won't. And if you are smart and you're able to adapt this, you can tell (laughs) whether or not someone is succeeding. And, And don't get me wrong. Listen, spending time together with people in person is important. I don't believe it should be every day. I believe it should be from time to time. Okay. myself I got I saw like my and my team I my department we got together twice last year mm-hmm. I was only able to go to one because I had conflict with a vacation but we've got another one coming up in May like so I'll be going somewhere for that I really enjoyed that time I thought it was great I got to spend basically like three and a half days with these people who I had not yet met in person <laughs> and right. it was great it was good it was it was very. Well thought out. It was very intentional on how we spent our time together. And there were activities that were optional after. Like, there was a baseball game and a lot of us didn't go. And that was like, hey, it's okay. Like, you don't have to do all of this stuff, we're just offering. Like, it was so understanding. It was like, we're going to spend time. We're going to get to know each other. We're going to like consider about what we're doing. Is like everything about it was so great. I was like, this is how we should be spending time together. There should right. not be an arbitrary thing of like, you have to come in the office three days a week. You have to be here from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. of right. those three days a week. And that is required. It's like, why? Why are we putting boundaries on this? Why are we putting these guardrails on this? What why do you need to have asses in seats to do your job? That's insane to me. Like, I don't understand the 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 just the, the rigidity behind that. Where I'm like, especially in my job. My job, I was like, y'all can fuck yourselves. I do not need to be in the office to do my job. I can obviously do my job from home. I'm yeah. fucking designing stuff, I'm making videos, I'm doing audio shit. I actually, I'm better off not being in I was going to say, it's argu- arguably easier, especially because I'm doing the same thing
1: in my job where I'm making training videos and things mm-hmm. of that nature, and I've got to record voiceovers. And it's very, very hard to do well in an office environment. We used to have these little soundproof, yeah, I, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. but soundproof phone booth things that I'd have to go in, I'd have to put up, I'd have to tape I printed out a sign Kept it at my desk I taped that up on the door I'd bring all my gear in I'd set it up A laptop And I had this little area To work on And I would record my thing And I had to have that sign up So people wouldn't come by And just start banging On the window And try to interrupt you All of that Now I just fucking set my mic up And I go That's yeah. it And I, I can knock So many more out Than I yeah. could When I was in the office So Technically This is I'm more productive Being out of the office
0: Mm-hmm yeah, I, I think there are – it's clear that there's success that can be had from hybrid models, and uh, I'm incredibly frustrated that there's organizations out there that just refuse. They're like, I want to go back to what we used to do. And I'm like, I don't think we can. I don't think well, people it, want to. I think no. it will be a shift. Um, it, it, you see a lot of people struggling with the idea of, of this source of these requirements for these things, because the flexibility with life, it was, it, Hey, the pandemic fucking sucked. People are, right. people died. People are still dying from COVID, but it offered us an opportunity to approach work and life differently. And I, for one, am never going back. I, I won't, right. I won't well, go back I mean, to that model of like, I have to be in the office. It doesn't make sense for what I do. If my job, Necessitated. If I was a facilitator, I'd be speaking a different thing. I'd be like, for me, I prefer to be in the office. Right. I don't want to fucking do onboarding through fucking Zoom. That the sucks worst. balls, man. That's awful. Get me in a room with real people. <coughs> Bless you. Damn. And I, I'm I'm in it, man. I, I, I would I would take that any day of the week. Give that to me. But yeah, just the the, the just the rigidity of everyone needs to be here. It's like no, you don't. Not everyone. Well, it's an old, it's a very
1: old uh, mentality of, of how work needs to be done. Like we've talked before about how a certain generation, you, you, you give 30 to 40 years to a corporation, you get a gold watch, you get a pension. That, that was the mentality for so long. And I think just business in general, they're having a very hard time accepting the fact that there's an evolution happening. Things evolve, things change. It There's just, a revolution it happening. There's a revolution happening. Things have, things change, and you have to. If you if you refuse, if the, if the wave is big enough, and you refuse to get on board, you are one of the ones that will be left just picking up the pieces of of what you used to have. Like these companies will not remain if they don't. If, like we're at the. Be- I still would argue we're at the very beginning of this of this revolution of this evolution. It, it's it's starting, but it, it I don't think it's going to stop. And these co- corporations can push back on you have to be in the office, you have to this and that. But there, there's going to be repercussions from testing your employees like that or pushing them too hard. It's the same way where in uh, in Europe they're experimenting. There's some companies experimenting with the four day work week. And like I know in the company I work with right now, someone had said, "Absolutely not. This is nothing. We will never." Uh, even entertain this as an option, and I'm like, that's cool now. But I mean, what what about? T- and we may not see it in our working lifetimes. But what about you know, fifteen, twenty years down the road, thirty years down the road? If if this picks up enough steam, you're going to have to f- at least consider it because that's because what the you're going to have to consider. Evolution.
0: Is the competition? <sighs> exactly. Because Jill talked regularly when she was like recruiting and doing interviews and stuff for people in the IT world most of them had flexible work schedules well before the the pandemic and yeah. her company didn't offer that and they lost so much talent sure to other organizations because of that flexible schedule and this is another thing is like as people are taking this stuff on because people just assume it won't work like well how could that possibly work it's a day Absolutely. less of work it's like i don't understand how it works but because i haven't i haven't read into it but if you it's obviously working for some. It may not work for your organization, right? <clears throat> like it may not, but don't just dismiss it outright. Consider right. what it means and think about it. And maybe it doesn't work right now, like you said, but maybe down the road, if you start thinking about it, start, you know, because yeah, what company's like, one less day of productivity? Fuck you. It's like, I, I understand the initial hesitancy, hesitancy yeah. to that. But me as an employee, I'm like, let's fucking talk about it. Let's think about it. Let's think about how it can, what this looks like, and how it works. Right. You know, I well, I think
1: that, you know. part of what it is is that the, there's been studies that have been done, and I again, I'm don't quote me on this, but I believe there's studies have been done that that say that the average worker really only works about 30 to 32 hours, like actual working time mm-hmm. done. So there's even if you make them come in, you are you are you're not getting you're not getting 40 productive hours from these no. from these individuals. So, it's like it's something like 30 to 35 or 32 hours whatever it is and the people are saying like, well, like let them come in, be hyper productive for that time, give them a work-life balance that they're going to be like, fuck yes, when I come in, I'm going to bust my ass because I know I got a 3-day weekend coming up. Right? That's like it that's the mentality behind it and these to your point these businesses look at this and go well, no, we're we're losing it. We're paying them for, we're not going to, they're not going to work for me for a day, but their salary doesn't change. They still make as much. It's like, yes, because guess what? That productivity will remain the same or it will bump up. Mm-hmm. You're, you're they're going to there's a there's a better than not chance that they will be more productive because they know they have a condensed like a consolidated amount of time to get the same amount of work done and they're going to fucking work their asses off and then they're going to go fucking have fun for 3 days. Yeah. They're going to live life for 3 fucking days and then come back and do your shit. Like that's they, there's you they can't see the forest for the trees on this one. And I think that is it's going to be again down the road it will be very detrimental.
0: I agree. Not as detrimental as AI though. And how AI Pre- is just constantly just giving it to people. Just giving it to people.
1: Just fisting. Giving it
0: to them. Just dumping in that open project, you know? Just unloading everything. <laughs> Spreading their seed. Um, so if you haven't heard <laughs> the podcast, Dudesy, with uh, Will Sasso and Chad Colchin, uh, I was I, followed, I listened to that pretty regularly for a while and then I just fell off and then all of a sudden I saw this thing pop up that said uh, George Carlin's new AI standup and it was from Dudesy. and I was like all right what's going on here and if you're not familiar the Dudesy podcast Will Sasso Chad Colchin they uh, basically and this is gonna be fun because Justin is incredibly skeptical of this um, Mm -hmm. so be prepared but they have essentially, they're working with an AI company. They've signed non-disclosure agreements, so they can't say who it is. But they basically signed over the social medias, their emails, all this sort of stuff. And they gave this AI named Dudesy access to it. And Dudesy essentially runs the show. It will analyze the data from their show. They'll find out like what's been engaged with. They'll read comments. And then it will then produce and design topics for the show based on that sort of stuff. And I hadn't listened to it for months. And I had like, as soon as this thing came out, I was like, well, I got to see what this is about. I listened to the episode. Dudesy has a voice on the podcast. And before it was pretty robotic. It was, it had a a tone and everything like that, but it wasn't very fluid in the way that it spoke. I noticed a tremendous difference in how it spoke, how it used inflection, um, the way that it talked all, it was like, holy shit, like this is change dramatically and essentially what what this thing does is it'll just do stuff like uh on the show it'll be like all right now we're going to move on to another topic even if they're mid sentence they're like all right cool i guess we're done talking about this topic now it's just like we'll transition but it goes guys uh i just posted a my second brand new uh stand-up special uh where i imitated george carlin i consumed all of his specials all of his interviews and i took that and applied his humor to topics from 2023, 2024. And to watch Chad and will be like, what? And he goes, and it's available right now on YouTube. And they're like, what? Like and it just posted it and they didn't even know. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it played him a clip and they're like, uh, well, I need to go and watch the whole hour. Cause this is uh this is kind of wild. So essentially dudesy took all this information, all this data, and it created an imitation of George Carlin, took his voice Wrote jokes, applied the jokes, and created an hour-long special. Um, there was a lot of feedback <laughs> about Needless this special. Needless to say. People had thoughts and opinions about this. Um, I took the time when I listened to the whole hour uh, because I was curious. Uh, I was very interested to see because I like George Carlin. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not like a diehard fan, but I listened to a lot of his, his specials growing up. blake 22 has a song. Based off of one of his jokes, which is one of my favorites, it's called shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turn twat. Based on the words that you can't say, essentially, on any broadcast. They're all censored yeah. words. Um, and uh, so I was excited. I was like, oh, this will be interesting because George Carlin really pushes the envelope on, on on things, topics, and stuff like that. And I listened to it and um, I was like, this is kind of impressive. Like it's, it's, you know, you can tell that, you know, it's not entirely George Carlin. Um, but I'm like, it's fucking, I mean, the way the jokes are structured and things like that. I mean, it's pretty, pretty fucking good. The Yeah. The voice, I listened to about 15
1: minutes of it and then scrubbed through kind of the rest. I didn't listen to the whole hour, but the, the voice, the voice is, it's like a, it's, the voice sounds like a good impression of him. You can mm-hmm. tell it's not him for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like, oh, there's there's certain moments and you're like, oh, that's that's pretty good. That's a that's a good uh they they nailed the delivery or the inflection here or there. Uh and they get just just the right amount of gravel in his voice too or that gruffness that he had. Um but while while the voice is okay, the material was I felt spot on mm-hmm. how George Carlin constructed his jokes. How you know again the delivery the the order in which he would place things it it felt the repetition very much of how he approached the, things absolutely the the kind of the, the 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 almost the rhyming list things he does like he'll list one thing over things one thing over another over another and then until he hits the end and it's yeah how they structured it it definitely sounded like a a fresh George Carlin hour and mm-hmm. that to me was mind mind blowing, you know. Yeah. Absolutely mind blowing.
0: It's also like all the jokes for self software. That's like yeah, I'm an AI. That was the other thing. I'm not right. really here, you know. I'm fa- sorry to so is-
1: <laughs> Sorry, it took me so long to get you get you new special. I was dead.
0: <laughs> the name of the special is like I'm glad I I'm dead, you know, like <laughs> Right. It's like it's just like um,
1: Carlin reaching out from beyond the grave going, "Hey you fucks, here's yeah. everything that you've been up to and here's why I disapprove."
0: Yeah. And so um, it got a lot of, you know, again, passionate people discussing this. Um, And it was interesting because um, Will Sasso and Chad Colchin have very differing ideas and opinions on AI and how it's used. Will's very much like this nothing AI does is art unless a human is involved. involved." If a human's not involved, then it's not art. It's just a parlor trick is what it is. And Chad is like more along the lines of like, he's very open to everything that AI and technology like posits. And he looks at AI as a tool. He's like, this is a tool that will we be using in the future to create art. He goes, not unlike a paintbrush, not unlike photography. When it first came out, everyone lambasted photography. Mm -hmm. They're like, this is not art. This is garbage. Get rid of it. You know, you talk about movies, you know, uh, Will made the reference to Bob Dylan, the electric guitar, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, this isn't music, you know, like all of these things happen. And where we were initially like, Ugh, what is this? I don't like it. But then we figure out how to harness it. We figure out how to fine tune. it. We figure out how to utilize it to get what we want or to manipulate, it to kind of create whatever we want to create. And it makes for an interesting conversation. I think we need to have about things like this because I think it's important to note that uh, Dudesy did not monetize the special. So mm-hmm. they get zero money from it. And Dudesy even... Because w- Doozy responded to a comment where someone's like, you guys are so such hacks that you had to... You're so unfunny you had to resurrect a dead person to make money. And Dudesy was like, actually, no, we didn't make any money on this. So if you, we didn't monetize it. So if you're seeing any ads, it's YouTube taking all the money from that. So it's not us. Um, so... It's it's interesting to see, I think it's important to have these kinds of conversations because it makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because when you see this, you're like, I know how I feel about quote unquote resurrecting somebody. You know what I mean? Because right. there's this this could lead to Robin Williams, you know, mm-hmm. this could lead to fucking uh all the uh all these comedians are just now Richard leaving my Pryor, brain. Yeah. there we go. Um yeah, all these guys, the Bill Hicks, everything like that. Right. Like AI can just Someone could just Train something To absorb all this information And then Put something out And What do we do with that? You know I think the debate That's of like Is question. it art or not? I don't know Like A lot of people are You know Especially because Doozy's also very clear with this He goes This is my imitation Of George Carlin This is not George right. Carlin This is my Imitation Of George Carlin And What does that mean For people? You know Like in that sort of regard And It's scary in a lot of ways, because yeah. if you can train something to uh, uh, absorb all of that data and then instantly create an hour long like comedy special. Because Will talks about this. He's like, there's, 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 the, there's the sanctity to the hour special. Because as a comedian, you go out for months and months and months and sometimes years coming up with a set, perfecting it. Like dialing it in so that you get this hour long special and then you perform it and then you throw it all away and then you start over and you do it again. There is there is this is a sanctified ground, ground. yeah. It's sacred ground and to have something be like, Boop, I did it. Now granted it's it's you know, I say that flippantly, that takes a lot of work to fucking train an AI to absorb all that information and then produce something that's actually cohesive and somewhat entertaining, you know. Well, t- real quick to add on top of
1: that, not only was it just the jokes, but there were visual uh, – mm-hmm. v- v- I wanna, don't want to call them gags, but like they, there was AI-generated art that went along with each setup and punchline, mm-hmm. which was bizarre. Like that was yeah. – the fact that it it gave you – you didn't have to just sit and listen to it. You could watch this, and it wasn't George Carlin, but you could watch interpret visual interpretations of the setups and the punchlines. Very yeah. weird.
0: Yeah. dudezy's done a lot with the video recently where you're like, whoa, whoa. It does like Tom Hanks <laughs> uh, like fake movie trailers. <laughs> yeah. With a AI Tom Hanks uh, visual and uh, and voiceover. It's fucking nuts. Um, but I don't know, man, it begs the question of like you know, how do you feel about this? Like as I this don't stuff see a is coming for out. it. Okay. Like I, I just <clears throat> so I, I understand
1: it did it cool we proved we can do it to what end
0: mm-hmm. like
1: to kind of what you were saying i the my concern and and it sounds like what Sasa was saying is that if we have this if 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 ai is able to write full hours hour shows in you know let let's call it 10 minutes or i don't know how long it needs but let's say it needs 10 minutes to to render and process the whole thing if if they can crank out a new hour every 10 minutes What's to stop you from getting a server farm and just, you know, with a whole bunch of different, you know, uh, AI models and just just farting these things out. And does that dilute the the art? Does that dilute what people are saying? Like, does it are there just is just special after special after special after special that are coming out. Then everyone's like, eh, I've seen everything there is to say about any topic. It just I, there, it's a slippery slope, a little bit of a Pandora's box that we can do this to what end because if we just start creating specials or creating specials from people who are deceased or maybe some AI develops its own persona and there's a new comedian that hits the scene and then you find out this comedian is AI and you're like well shit but this comedian in the last month has put out 50 hour long specials like is it yeah you know what I mean
0: like is it well I think it's interesting now because the current AI models are large language Models, so basically, I mean they have to have data to scrape right. together right. to create something. So it's whatever they make is it's it it's requires something there. Chad Colchin posits that in the next three to four years, there will be a new model that's called Q, where the AI will generate content on its own, which I think changes this conversation dramatically because sure if cuz that's always been my beef with like chat gpt and all these other images and stuff like that it's like they pulled data from wherever from billions of images and whatever they pull it without asking permission and then they're generating shit based on other right. people's shit i don't think that's cool i don't like that i don't like that at all if someone agreed to this like uh, uh george carlin's daughter wrote a statement saying like yeah this is not george carlin and never will be you know this is essentially Reductive very, garbage. Very much against this. Yeah. So, but like, let's say, I don't know, fucking Elvis' estate is like, you know what? Let's uh, let's see what this is like. You know, let's see if we can pull this shit together and make a new Elvis song. Just see what we can do. They've done it with Nirvana. They've done it with some other stuff. You know, I don't know. If someone, you know, really wants to do it. I think where I get uncomfortable is, you know, there's a monetary thing in here. There's a greedy oh. corporate Yes. You know, fucker out there that's like, what's because I, I think people see this as a shortcut. And in a lot of ways, it can. It, AI can shrink your production time. It can do a lot of things. It is not a magic bullet, though. It is not a, I type this yes. in, it gents, generates me something, and I go, ta-da. It is a foundational thing. It allows you to get started. It takes, it takes that blank canvas, and it puts a sketch down for you. And the sketch doesn't always make sense, the outline doesn't make sense, but you can take it and be like, "All right, I have something to start with now," as opposed to me going through all these sorts of things and trying to put uh, the AI can take that stuff and it can shrink it down. But if anyone, right, like you said, right now, that thinks that I can just f- put all this stuff in here and fart out something, I'm like, you are missing the point. At this point in time, you are sure. you are making a photocopy of a photocopy. Like it is, it is not good. It's not going to do you any favors. Favors, so. To that regard, I'm like, I kind of look at this as a like, eh, I'm interested. What interests me more is if this model of like, oh, this is an AI that will generate its own original content, I have no fucking clue how that works. But if that happens, that's a whole new frontier at that point in time.
1: Right. Well, I think to that end, we've we've said for a while, AI is always the worst it'll ever be. Mm -hmm. Like at this moment, AI is the worst it will ever be. It's only going to evolve and get better from here. So I think... I'm not even for me from a let me try this let me get specific with this in the in the realm of stand-up comedy I don't see a need for this 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 application of it is I think it is uh it is fraught with 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 nothing but downfall like it, there is I don't see any upside to to having ai generate hour-long specials in the voice of or in its own voice i i just don't see a need for this this is i think what this is exactly what the the writers and the actors were striking so hard about specifically the writers because if if this thing can just hey well i guess and the actors because it's performing it as well like mm-hmm. if this thing can do that And it's all it's doing is regurgitating at this point or kind of like taking uh, existing things, reconfiguring and and spitting it back out. But when, not if, when this next model comes around, this Q model, I I think we like the the unions getting ahead of what's coming down the pike is, is exactly why they were striking. That's very important to get ahead of it because, again, specifically in the realm of stand up comedy, I don't see a practical application for having AI being able to do this? Like, what is a stand-up going to say? Write me 10 new jokes and then I'll refine them. Again, I feel like that's kind of a that's against the art form. Like, I don't know if I would call that person a true stand-up if they were doing that. Like, I, I think I what a stand-up up does can, is they if go you can out. If you could be
0: like, use something like ChatGPT to like take a topic or, or use it to like generate a topic or an idea and then you take that idea and then you take that to the stage and run with it not like hey write me these jokes but like I don't know you know what I'm saying like coming up with like yeah, like I've done it for the podcast before I'm like come up with uh ideas you know about this topic like what are some questions you could ask someone about this topic and it goes boop 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 pops right. out 10 of them <clears throat> and I was like none of them worked for me for what I was thinking but I was like this is a great idea to generate ideas what if it's like hey consider uh some comedic premises based on I don't know butts and just put it out there you know and it's like do 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 You could look at that and be like, that's an interesting premise. And then you could take that and maybe run with it. Again, using it as an outline or as the foundation for something is one thing. Using it as a, this is going to create (laughs) what I want. I find it interesting that you could even do something like this. Like, I find it fascinating. Useful? Mm. I'm kind of with you in that regard where I'm like, "Eh, is it necessary? Yeah.
1: No? No. It's fascinating but and as as much as I understand you we're at the point now where you either get on board or you get left behind kind of like the mm-hmm. corporations and and yeah. you know the evolution of the workforce get on board or get left behind I am having a very hard time getting on board I think AI is a runaway train right now and I feel yeah. like it is if 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 his name's Chad is the other guy on the podcast Yeah If Chad is saying within the next 5 years we potentially are going to have this Q model where it can think for itself and it's more along the lines of what this like movie, movie true like when people talk about AI in the movies, it's this like, it's self-learning, it knows, it's self-aware. Like if it's closer to that and it's only five years away, I mean, what are we doing? I just,
0: I I, I don't know if it's like, I don't know. (laughs) Go ahead. Years ago, you and I talked to, fuck, his name, uh, Anthony LeBlanc. Yeah. Years ago. There's an episode. It's on here. I don't remember the episode number, but we oh, asked him great, about AI it was a, years no, I ago. think you asked him about it. I sat and listened. <laughs> <laughs> Justin was present for that episode. <laughs> Anthony and I had a really good talk. Um, but I, I I brought up the idea of AI with him when it, it came up because he was also like a computer science major yeah. and like a fucking physics guy or engineering. Like he has like this amazing double major and he's like, AI is not going to be like Skynet. He goes, it's either going to be something that works like on um, a, a production line where it's just like you give it a specific task and it does it, or he kind of almost kind of predicted like what we have now. It'll become a, a tool that we can utilize to do different things. But he's like, it's not something that's going to become software. And this Q thing, I don't think is necessarily software. It's just uh, the idea that I exist. It's just it will generate stuff on its own without using any additional data, which my response to that initially is, I need to see something that this thing makes because I need to see if this thing can create something that's going to generate an emotional reaction from human beings in a in a way that it's intended. You know, but like, you
1: need to see it. Isn't that curi- I feel like curiosity kills the cat. Like, I'm is are you? Poking, I would love you poking here's what I bear would love. on it? Like, here's do what you need to see this?
0: Here's what I would love. Yeah, I would love for there to be four short films. It goes, it, it, you play them, you watch all of them, it's like, one of them was created entirely by AI. Which one is it? And the one
1: with, where no one has fingers. <laughs> the one where someone has, like, <laughs> they someone can't hold on to something. Someone went to drink something.
0: a beer can, and they shoved it through their face. <laughs> like someone trying to eat pizza. The one where they can't eat anything, they're just like, <laughs> or spaghetti or something. <laughs> but in a, in a scenario like that, if we were to watch this these 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 movies right these short films and if we felt like we if we couldn't tell which one was which I'd be really curious to dissect that moment because is it good or is it bad or is it neither is it something where again we're using a tool to tell we we are using it to do to 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 meet a desired purpose I want to make a film about aliens and their connection with humans and that moment when aliens and humans come together, the existential um, threat that poses to us. And if I can use that to help me tell that story, I'm at the helm of this, not the AI. I'm using the AI to help me tell the story. Is that wrong?
1: How I, I but the question I would go back to is how are you using it? How far, how much of the process? Like, is it writing the script and then you're directing it? Is it writing the script and and directing, or is it like is it generating all? Is it an animated thing where it's generating all the images and then you're editing it? Is it editing? Like, at what point the at what point do you take over and actually helm it? You know, are mm-hmm. you just putting? It's a great the question.
0: Because you know, if just, it's just prompt engineering, you know, then like that's what right. Yeah, you know, what I are we doing? Know. I'm just really good at writing prompts. You know what I mean? Right. And again, I, I don't know. I can't. I can't. My mind can't perceive what this. Y- neither would look you like. or well, I are developers in that in that realm, and so we're limited with no. w-
1: with what we know of it, which is nothing.
0: Yeah. If I were able to gen- use this tool to generate images, because I'm not a cinematographer, right? I'm not an animator. But if it can generate all of that stuff, if it can, you I, know, would that, script, I would say write the script and I go, go through and I tweak them, it, then. right? But what if I don't have money, Justin? Well, then
1: figure out how <laughs> you to. You don't shoot. get to
0: make sure films, you know. The, no, but Justin? Then,
1: then figure out how if, to shoot something on your phone,
0: Justin. What and if get this better, develop the skill. What if this eliminates the need for big budget movies, Justin? Eh, that's not that important what? to me. Justin, your more. budget is $100. $100 movies, man. And you can make just the best fucking movies in the world. You're not We're making just... them.
1: You're not uh, making but them for $100. But you're I not. Am. No, you're not.
0: Oh, I am in this universe because the subscription is $100 a month <laughs> to use this service. <laughs>
1: You're what I'm Who am saying is it'd be you're way not more than that. A, right exactly. Come on. It'd be way Capitalism, more than that. Doug. Let's go. That, what are we that's, doing?
0: That, that's for the casual subscriber. That's for the casual creator. If you want right. the unlimited pro, You can it's make tens two short dollars. films a month if you yeah, for $100. It's such it's become such a commodity of like check out these like right. hey, here's my short film.
1: It's like making again, shorts on YouTube. I, right, exactly. But again, I would say that goes back to the same argument I have about stand up. Is that if everyone's just cranking out, if you can sit there and you can just put a prompt in and it, it it farts out a fifteen minute short film, and everyone's just cranking these things out, I think it takes away from the the value, the artistic value of that thing. I think I think
0: sometimes <laughs> it becomes a new podcast. Where, like, exactly. everyone's doing it this, and you can't cut through. No, it's yeah, just like, this, what all we're this doing content here is nonsense. But also, God, my mind's just firing on all cylinders. What does that do to production studios? What does that do to Netflix and HBO and all these well, movie studios? Because
1: that's what I'm worried their about.
0: Their shit gets devalued too, right? Well, no, because they're, if they're going to start
1: using it and yeah. they're the ones that are going to break everything. <laughs> of course. They're, that's they're the what they ones do. that are going to break That's this. their yes. purpose.
0: Yeah. Um, but if. If everyone has, because it's it's like slowly the 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 walls come down, right, right. Just right. like pretty much anybody can make music nowadays, right? right? Like similar thing. If everyone has access to these tools that allows them to generate these things, yeah. the market becomes diluted. Right. It's like, what do we have Oscars for, Justin? What right. do the there's Oscars no value, look like? There's no value to anything. Yeah. Right. It's like it's wild because. That's the in my opinion I'm just thinking of talking the value of this now is it requires a very specific skill set to create films and things like that. If you reduce the skill set and the monetary requirements for that but you have something that can create that just as just as well, well I don't even know how to fucking square that circle man. Like I I can't I can't I can't put that like there's so many variables like when I'm trying to consider what that would what that would mean and what that would do. But I always go back to the same thing. Is it good? Is it good enough that you can watch it and enjoy it? Because I think that matters. I think it matters. If people are farting out garbage, that's one thing. But if you can use this tool to create something that makes you feel that makes you react to it, if it can make you an Oppenheimer and you're like, what an amazing story and it's original, like that's got to mean
1: something, right? I think that means something, but the way that you're setting it up uh, intimates that it means the majority, that is the majority of what it means. And I think if it makes you feel something, that's that that means something that that's an element that that needs to be there when you're when you're creating something you want to make people feel something so if it can do that that's an element i don't think i don't think that is a justification for just going cool turn the faucet on let's go like no that, no I just, that is that is a that's a, a a speck of what's important
0: not what i'm saying okay uh, i want to clarify that's not what i'm saying okay. i'm just saying when all things are equal if we if we all have this ability right the faucet has already been turned on, right? And we can create something that makes that, that you look at it and you're like, "Holy shit, this is so fucking good!" Like that has to count for something. That has because that's because right now AI generated stuff. You're like, "Look at this garbage." You know what I mean? Right. The George Carlin one. It's it's solid, but as Will Sasso says, it's a parlor trick. You know, it's yes. an imitation yeah. of something. So we can see through the. Eight fingers on one hand. You know, we can see the the things are like, ah, this doesn't look quite right. If we can get past the Uncanny Valley, if we can conquer the Uncanny Valley and we can use this as a tool to create stuff, granted, it means actors are fucked, directors are fucked, cinematographers, editors, all those people are fucked, right? That aside, small caveat, that aside, if you can use this tool to create something that people consider to be art- Because it transcends, it 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 tells a human story, something we can connect with. What do we do with that? You know what I mean? Like, that is, holy shit. Will we ever get there? Fuck if I know. But I'm just, you know, I'm theory crafting right now. Like, that is like, you have a tool. Because is that then unlike a camera or a cinema, you know, camera or electric guitar? Is it any different than that? or will the system just evolve around it I don't know these are questions I, would, I apologize I, argue, I am fucking
1: rambling that's like this is Doug's podcast now that's fine I'm just here as a, oh. an observer I feel like we're with Anthony LeBlanc again
0: yeah we are we are like, or I'm just talking to myself this time and just positing questions and not letting you answer them I was
1: gonna say it would be lovely to have a conversation about it instead of you just positive yeah. whatever, whatever all good yeah uh, this but is what how, about look, this? Here, this is how this is how it will be like when AI takes over, Duck. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. just a one-way ticket. Uh, yeah. No, I think uh, uh, disagree. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of time. Disagree. disagree. I no, I uh, I think I I don't. <laughs> Here's the problem. I don't even know. There's a lot. There's a lot to address. I don't know where to start because there was a lot that was just dumped out there. So I don't know what to say to any of it other than if you remove all the jobs (laughs) of the people who create the art, I think it ceases to be art. The electric guitar doesn't play itself. The camera doesn't take the photo by itself. All of these things that were revolutionary still required a human element, still required someone to use the tool. AI, if you can just hit go and it creates 99% of everything that you need it, you just have to tell it something and then it goes and creates. I think, I don't think that's art. That's my distilling. We we don't have any more
0: time. I don't agree with that, but let's put a pin in it. Let's let it marinate. Oh, sorry. We don't have any more time. (laughs) Well, I just like, we've, we got to move on to the, to the, to the next thing. But I, I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments. I, 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 am, I am. My mind is wide open to all this sort of stuff. This is. I'll put some. Fascinating. I'll put some thoughts in the comments too. But thank you. You too. And we'll just continue <laughs> this. It's just a one way that you see a bunch of comments from me and just no, no comments from Justin as it's I just respond to my own comments. I answer my own questions. My comments. <laughs> <laughs> but this is fascinating, and these are yeah. conversations we we're very important. We need to have yeah. them because this shit is going to happen whether we like it or not. So we need to be talking about it. So agreed. We got the questions, we got the answers, all you do is ask. Practical, 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 ask practical Doug.
1: I will haunt your butt.
0: Oh,
1: that's an old, that's a throw. Classic baby. I feel like we haven't used that one in a long time. Been a minute. So if you've never been here before for Ask practical, Dug, practical Doug, Practical Doug is a tiny Doug that lives inside of large Doug and Practical, oh, practical Doug, Goblin, or Practical Goblin. He's very fucking practical. And uh, if you would like to ask Practical Doug a question, you can. Any social media, at MindGap Podcast, and then hashtag AskPracticalDoug. In our Discord server, link in the description below, there's a channel uh, that's dedicated to asking Practical Doug things. And if you uh, get a real good one on there, uh, we might read your Ask Practical Doug on the air and you might get your answer from the horse's mouth live on air. Today, excuse me, pause for gas. Uh, we're going back to our favorite subreddit, am I the asshole? And Salty university 202 writes, Dear Practical Doug, am I the asshole for making my wife pay me for something she gave away? interesting my wife has a bad habit of giving away or lending out things that don't belong to her i've lost count of how many times i go to look for something of mine only for her to say that she lent it to somebody she also takes forever to get the item back she once lent my stuff to a co-worker and refused to ask for it back for a month and i'll never forget the day my usually quiet reserve son snapped at her for trying to give away his nintendo switch if I wasn't also fed up with her behavior, I would have washed his mouth out with soap. Now, I've had countless talks with her, but she continues to do this. My son and I have resorted to locking up anything we didn't want touched, which is something we shouldn't have to do in our own home. Last week, I won $300, I won a $300 tent in a raffle. I had no plans on using it, so I was going to sell it. When I found a buyer and I went to look for it, I couldn't find it. When I asked my wife, she said she gave it to a friend of ours. I got mad at her and said she had no right to give it away. Her defense was since I didn't spend money on it, and I was planning—I was not planning on using it. Uh, it made sense to give it away for free. I told her it wasn't her decision to make, but she just kept repeating herself. I had had enough of this, and she said she's either gonna uh, and said that she's either gonna pay me herself or get the money from who she gave it to. And if she didn't, I'd get law enforcement involved. <gasps> Wait. Uh, fuck me slutty since she'd rather die than ask a friend for money she paid me out of her own pocket which is that not just (laughs) hey they may have separate accounts Okay. Uh, The issue eventually got around to her family when, while they did say she should have talked to me first, they also reprimanded me for asking for payment. They uh, reasoned that since I didn't actually buy the tent, I didn't lose any money and it went to a friend who could actually put it to good use. I got several texts saying I should be ashamed for extorting my wife for money. I think I have every right to want to be paid for something of mine's that was taken, but everyone keeps emphasizing the fact that I didn't technically buy the tent and I didn't want it. So I have nothing
0: to be upset about.
1: Practical Doug. Am I the asshole?
0: This is interesting because he obviously has a larger background and context with his relationship with his wife. Right. And the family does it. So the family only sees it as this one situation. where They're like, you want a tent. She gave it away. And now you charged her 300 bucks. You're fucking crazy. Right. You know? Like, they don't, you know... So, I'm assuming his context is accurate, as always, as we do with these things. Um, I find this... I grew up with uh, a mom who just threw my shit away. Like, would just go through my room and just chuck shit. And I'm like, why did you do that? She's like, well, I just threw it away. I was, I was like, no, no, no. Dude, don't throw away my shit. The amount of time yeah. she did that. To the point where when Jill and I just moved in together, I had a fucking laundry hamper that was a piece of shit. It was like a cheap one you get for college. It had wires, like metal and stuff like that. And like the metal was poking out of it and whatever. And Jill just threw it away one day. I was like, where's my laundry hamper? She's like, I threw it away. I was like, how could you do that? She's like, oh, my bad. I didn't realize we couldn't throw away this garbage. And so um, I empathize uh, with Salty University on this one in that I don't like people fucking with my shit. Mm -hmm. And... The point here is that he won this tent and he had intended to sell it to earn the money. Mm. And the fact that she just gave it away without talking to him, I think is kind of shitty. Like, there's some things where it's like, hey, can I borrow this wrench? It's like, here you go. Borrow a wrench. No big deal. I don't need to get my partner involved on this one. Right. But this fucking tent, you know, it's like, how hard is it just to be like, hey, Uh, Is it cool? Someone wants to borrow this because it sounds like from what he's saying she will just lend shit out and then Mm -hmm. she's too... She has social uh, awkwardness and can't ask for it back. Right. She'll never follow up.
1: It's just she gives it. She's not lending it. She's giving it.
0: Right. So I don't think that's cool that she's doing that. This seems to be a trend with that. Yeah. Um, So I would say I understand him being upset in this situation where he's like, I fucking have someone that wants to buy this. I go to find it and you fucking just gave it away. You didn't even talk to me about it. You know, I could probably see from her perspective. She's like, you won this for free. You said you're never going to use it. So I'll just give it away. Just talk. Now, I just don't know how well he communicates with her either. Like, right. I don't know if he's just pissed about this and doesn't talk to her. And this is the first time she's heard about this. If this has been an ongoing conversation, then whatever. But I'm going to assume that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say. I don't think he's an asshole for being pissed. I think it's a little extreme to be like, "I'm going to get law enforcement involved." I don't even know what that fucking means. Yeah, um, my wife stole my tent, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, we, and they're like, "This is this is why we hate our jobs." Yeah, like she basically like she stole my tent. And he's like, <sighs> um, because I get her point in that you're not going to use this, so why not? give it to a friend who needs it. But the
1: thought the thought is fine, but like yeah. to your point communicate. It can't just it's do so this simple. unilaterally, you know? So, right. And yeah, to, to I mean, I think <laughs> there's this the petty part of me. It's like don't get law enforcement involved. Just start giving her shit away. Right, and be like, you know? "Cool, if that's what we're doing." But then that just—I mean—that leads down a very, again, slippery slope. And that, listen,
0: it's a fun thought exercise. All it right? is a fun but, thought
1: exercise, <laughs> exactly. But don't do it. <laughs> no, I think I think uh, you let you let it go, but you sit down and have a very fucking earnest conversation with her and go, "Hey, look, this needs to stop. We
0: we can't keep doing this." And the same thing, like his son saw it too when she tried to give yeah. away his Nintendo Switch. What are you doing, giving away? Your kid's fucking video game system. Very weird. Are, are you, yeah. Are you crazy? No wonder he snapped. It's like trying to take a bone away from a dog. You know, like I, <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> I feel like it just. And again, I have no background in psychology or anything.
1: But there seems like there's something else going on here. There seems like there's a deeper, a deeper uh, uh well to be tapped. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. But there's this, this situation, this scenario feels odd to me. In, in that she keeps <laughs> giving things away. There's something under the surface.
0: And there. won't and won't ask for them back because she says yeah. she's lends them, but then she just Yeah. I get the social anxiety. I don't like fucking ordering food over the phone. All right. I get it. You never have. I like, I I understand that there's those and it's it sucks to have to be like, hey, that thing I lent you, could I have it back, please? Yeah. Like It feels like you're calling in a debt or something. It sucks. All right. right. But in general, don't touch people's shit without asking them. It's right. A pretty ask. It's someone's if you you see this tent, this three hundred dollar tent. All right. And you're just like, what are we going to do with this? Are you going to use it? No. Is it cool if I give it to my friend or if he's like, actually, I'm planning on selling it. Okay. The problem is solved. Right. You know, so there's a breakdown in communication here that needs to be resolved. I think, um, I don't think Salty University is an asshole, but he needs to be careful. If he doesn't communicate this, if he hasn't been communicating about this and then all of a sudden he just threatens her. (laughs) Yeah, he's an asshole. So right. that, I will make that stipulation. if yeah. He's giving us a backstory, but he doesn't say, and I've talked to her about it. If this is just living in your head, man, you're a fucking dick. You can be pissed, <laughs> but you can't bring law enforcement because you've never confronted your, your partner about Bingo. their annoying tendencies. So Great. that's on you, buddy. So that's where I stand. So with the caveat standing, not the asshole. It is decided. God, that looks so gross and phallic. Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? <laughs> I'm going to
1: recommend a movie I watched on Apple TV Plus. It's called Fingernails. Came out last year. It's a sci fi rom com kind of thing. Uh, it stars uh, Jesse Buckley, who you would probably know if you saw her. Jeremy Allen White from The Bear. Riz Ahmed. Uh, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek. Luke Wilson's in there. It's it's got a fun cast. Um, it's it's a really interesting. It feels very indie film, which tickled tickled me in the right places.
0: Um, I think you've it, already recommended this. No, did I? I think, I think most positive you have. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I'll shut up. You go. Hold on. No,
1: no. no. I'm gonna go back. So I got it this. No, week, I think. I think. I think. Week. I. I think it's, it's been, been on here on a while, there. and yeah. I think
0: I looked it up, and that's where I thought, okay, never mind. Apologies, my apologies. I think it's I'm okay. in my own head on this one.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Hey, look, if I have if I've uh, recommended it before, I'm recommending it again.
0: Go if watch it before. Fuck you. You're going to listen to my spiel again. Fuck you. You're going to listen. Um,
1: yeah, it's it's uh, they in this universe. Uh, there's a test that you can take to figure out whether or not you are a match for someone. They have to rip out one of your fingernails. From each person And then they put it In this machine And it runs And you either get A score of 100 Which means both of you Are in love A score of 50 Which means one of you Are in love But it doesn't tell you who Or a score of zero And neither of you Are in love And so then you can choose To continue a relationship Or not um, But yeah And it's uh, It's kind of Yeah so that's where The sci-fi comes in But there's the sci-fi romance And it deals with Some really interesting stuff About kind of being Complacent in relationships. So I would recommend cool. Fingernails
0: Doug what do you got Alright Uh, I've got a a little card game called Lost Cities. This was uh, lent to me by uh, one of Natalie's friend's dad, who's the super board game guy. And it's an absolutely amazing, quick two-player game that you can play. The gist of it is that you are playing as explorers and there's a certain number of expeditions that you can go on. And if you choose to go on an expedition and essentially play a card, you basically are committing 20 points. So you're 20 points in the hole, and your objective is to get more than that to obviously net a positive. And there's ways to like double down, tri- triple down, and quadruple down. Okay. And there's a limited number of cards, so you have to be very strategic. And I've tried to teach Natalie the strategy behind this; she hasn't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> uh, but she's just like, I have to play a card, and I'm like, I'm looking at the cards that I have, and she's like, plays a five. I'm like, well, I have the eight, nine, and ten. That is uh, 27 points right there. So you're not gonna you're gonna be in the negative on this one, child. She's like, and I'm doubling down. I'm like, uh oh. Um, but it's very fun. It's a great game of like patience and also like I gotta screw over the other person. Yeah. But how long do I screw over the other person before I have to make a move? And it's very entertaining. It's a quick game. It's like probably 15 minutes. I was gonna say and- this. I'm looking at an image of the board and
1: it does not look. Uh- it does not look overly complex. Like it looks like it looks like it would run relatively quickly, but you could get a bunch of rounds in and still yes. still be
0: interested in the game. It's great math practice for Natalie too, because you have to. I'm like when she, she, lost she, she when she commits to an, uh, an expedition, I go, yeah. Do you think you have enough to get twenty? And she goes, "Yes." And I look at the cards in my hand. And I'm like, "Are you sure?" She's like, "Yes." And I'm like, "We'll see." <laughs>
1: That sounds good.
0: (laughs) I'm like, think about this before you do it, please. And then at the end, you have to add up your points to find your score. So it's great addition and subtraction for her, which is really, uh, really good practice, but fell in love with the game. It's great. It's, it's really fun. Uh, It's, it's worth, it's worth playing. So check that out. Nice. Bang. Gang, thanks for hanging with us for another week. This was so much fun. We appreciate you. We love you. And in particular, uh, there was someone who just left a really cool comment on, on the page and that was uh square cubed thank you square cubed for saying really dig the vibe of this podcast you guys are awesome keep it up thank you thank you you are for the awesome comment. square cube you are awesome we love you uh, check out all of our stuff you know on YouTube like subscribe drop a comment stuff like that you have no idea that made my fucking morning I woke up to that I was like ha nice between that Followed by the gym story, it was great, man. It was a good, it was a good morning. It was a really great day. We love to hear from you, especially like give us your thoughts on the bullshit that I just barfed out here today, and on any of the things we talked about. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. It's 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 so great. Um, check us out uh, in the description below for Discord information, uh, Patreon information, uh, merch information, all that's there. Follow us on all our social media at MindGapPodcast Podcast, and check out Justin online as well. On Instagram, it's at Justin underscore Michael, spelled
1: M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on any platform where you can listen to podcasts. That's right. We're on every one of them. You can't get away from us. Like, subscribe, share, rate, review. All those things the big one is sharing because it's caring. Let people know that we exist. It means the world. And it gets us out there. Uh, 2East8th.com, 2East8th on all social media, and Love and Improv Film
0: .com love and I'm pro film on Instagram. Woo! All right, Woo! with that, I want to say, hey Justin, thank you.
1: Hey Doug, thank you.
0: Awesome. Listeners, viewers, watchers, lovers, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.